Hey, what's up, everybody? Real quick, before we get to this quick solo episode, I want to remind you that uh, the discounted launch pricing for the off-market multifamily deals course does expire uh, today at midnight. So Monday the 28th at midnight heading into the 29th. And that is why I'm putting this podcast up on a Monday, uh, just to give everybody a reminder of that and not and not uh, following our usual Tuesday upload schedule. But if you want to learn more about what's inside the course, uh, go and listen to the most previous episode, the one I put up on Friday of last week, or you can go to multifamilywealtheducation.com slash off-market. And that's one word, O-F-F-M-A-R-K-E-T, off-market. But let's get to this week's quick solo podcast episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another quick solo episode here on the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. In this week's episode, I want to talk about how important it is for you to regularly work with and partner with uh, investors, vendors, or people in the real estate business that have something to lose and that have experience. And these are really the the two filtering (laughs) mechanisms I use um, in so many different aspects of the real estate business, whether it's hiring a vendor um, be that an attorney, a property management company, an insurance broker, a contractor, et cetera, or partnering with other investors. Um, I think it is absolutely critical for you to prioritize working with people that have experience and that have something to lose. All of the mistakes that I have made as it relates to hiring people, um, whether that's internally or vendors, or working with um, partners really come back to they either didn't have experience in what they had done, like extensive experience, or they just, you know, were kind of a fly-by-night operation or didn't really have a presence or something to lose, right? And when I say something to lose, I specifically mean that they have a web presence, they have a business reputation, they have money on the line, they have something that if this arrangement does not go well or they do not hold up their end of the bargain, whether that's a partnership or they're a vendor just delivering work, that it materially affects them, right? And we can think of the antithesis of this being like the solo GC that's got a couple of guys that he works with, with no website, no real, you know, structure around their business. Um, They're not collecting reviews. They're not really going out there and marketing to new clients or new owners. They're not asking for referrals and hiring that person to help you, right? To do your work. Uh, Because, What's the downside if they don't perform? There really is no downside. Like what's, what are you going to do, right? You know, there's no website to leave a review on. There's no, you don't know any of their other customers to go and have a conversation with and to voice your, um, you know, displeasure with how your working relationship went. And if we think of the inverse of that, let's say you have a GC that is coming well recommended by other investors that has a web presence that has plenty of Google reviews. Um, you know, that's a fixture in the local marketplace. They, they go to local real estate meetups. They speak at local real estate meetups. There's significantly less risk working with that type of vendor or type of individual because they know that if they don't do a good job, it could blow back on them. And they're building their reputation and their business through referrals. Um, and they know that the, they, they understand the implication of, of that not, uh, working in their favor. So, Seems like a very simple concept, but I really think this is something that a lot of newer investors struggle with. And I think that this is something that a lot of folks are going to continue to struggle with as the market adjusts and as investors chase pricing down, whether that's a property management company charging you 6% versus 8% for a management fee, right? Or the GC that's going to charge you 10K to turn a unit versus the one that's going to charge you 12 and a half or 13K to turn a unit. Or... um, 
the real estate agent that's going to charge you 3% or 4% to list your property versus five or six. Uh, it's important to understand what's going on behind the scenes because price is what you pay and value is what you get. And it's much, much better to work with folks that have experience and something to lose and that have a well positioned, um, or they're well positioned in the marketplace, I should say to where if they don't deliver for their clients, customers, partners, things go poorly. So this is a quick reminder, uh, that of just how important this is. And, and, um, you know, for those people out there that have heard my story about the worst deal I've ever done in real estate, which is back in 2018, and it was trying to flip a duplex. The reason I lost all the money on that was because I hired two GCs that that didn't have something to lose, right? And they didn't have the experience. And um, and I specifically want to touch on the experience note as well because I I keep I still see so many sponsors out there that are raising capital from investors to buy a deal in a market or in an asset class that they personally don't have experience in which is just the biggest red flag like ever for me, right? Um, you know, I, I just don't understand why somebody would invest with the multifamily guy that's never done a self-storage deal, invested in a self-storage deal, or been even remotely close to a self-storage deal, um, and they're just taking on a self-storage deal to their investors. Like that's, you learn so much on your first deals in a new market or in a new asset class or in a new property, property type that it just doesn't make sense to raise capital for those types of deals. And... Um, I tell so many LPs that experience is the number one screening criteria if you're looking at potentially investing in a deal. And to the active folks out there, whether they want to actively partner with someone. Um, and if uh, if you think about it in this respect, Y Combinator, which is the startup incubator out in Silicon Valley, probably the most well-known um, uh, startup incubator outside like Techstars and you know maybe there's other ones, but it's Y Combinator and Techstars. They, just, they fund an absurd amount of deals. And they partner with so many startups and help incubate them and ideally grow them into larger businesses. And the number one screening criteria they have when looking at new deals is prior experience in the marketplace. Um, and that's just kind of like they got to you have to check that box. Like you need some experience in the market in which you're building your business to effectively understand the needs of the customers, to effectively understand the growth trajectory of the business, the decisions that need to be made and when those decisions need to be made. And all of these different things are so much easier to understand and overcome when you've spent time in an industry, right? Or in a similar business. And I think that is extraordinarily synonymous to real estate. So there's a couple of parts of this episode, right? The working with people who have something to lose and working with people who have experience. But I often find, oftentimes find that they are very intertwined and they're more, more or less one in the same because the folks that are experienced and have a lot of time in an industry and in a market um, oftentimes are also the ones that have something to lose because they've been in that area market and industry for so long. So just a reminder out there as you're hiring vendors or you're potentially partnering with other folks or you're thinking about investing in somebody's deal, Always, always be thinking about um, these two filtering criteria and don't put yourself in a position to get burned by them, especially as the market turns and as you're tempted by the siren songs out there of low pricing from vendors. Oftentimes, <laughs> you uh, you don't pay that low price. I mean, you, you pay a lower price up front, but you pay a much higher price in the back end when the relationship doesn't go as well as you'd like it to. So, Thanks again for listening to this episode and a quick reminder that the um, initial pricing for our off-market multifamily deals course expires tonight. So take advantage of that if you'd like to buy that course, multifamilywealtheducation.com slash off-market. And again, thank you as always for listening and I'll catch you guys next week.